You're listening to The Influencer Podcast, episode number 50. I wanted to let y'all know that we're officially creeping up on our 50th episode of The Influencer Podcast. That's right. On March 14th, we'll be celebrating number 50. I can't express my gratitude and honor to this amazing community enough, but to try and do so, I'm excited to be hosting a fantastic giveaway as a thank you and to celebrate this milestone. Y'all have given our show so much, and this is a small token of my appreciation and love, as I'm forever grateful for each of you listening and to all of our guests. One lucky winner will be receiving three $100 gift cards, one from Amazon, Nordstrom, and iTunes. To enter, simply follow me on Instagram at Joel Solomon. Sign up for the Influencer Podcast newsletter by going to theinfluencerpodcast.com and scrolling down to the bottom. It's super easy to find. Then head over to iTunes and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. When reviewing the podcast, let us know why you love the podcast and what your biggest takeaway from the past 50 episodes have been. Be sure to mention the 50th episode giveaway so that we can make sure to count you in the giveaway. Lastly, leave your Instagram handle and name in the iTunes review so we can tag the winner on Instagram. Again, follow me on Instagram, sign up for the newsletter, then subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes. That's all you gotta do. I'll be announcing the winner on my Instagram and Instagram stories on March 14th, the day that our 50th episode goes live, so be sure to mark your calendars. Thank you again, and good luck if you're entering. Last week, we had celebrity nutritionist Kelly Levesque on the show sharing her healthy habit tips to get us more productive throughout our day. Her clients include Jessica Alba and Mariana Hewitt, to name a few. So I really loved what her inside tips were to help us stay active and stay motivated. You should definitely check it out. This week is our 50th episode, everyone. 5-0, I can't believe it's here. We have one of the most motivating people that I have ever met in my life, the amazing Sterling Griffin, on the podcast today. And he is going to be sharing everything that we need to know on how to attract anyone and anything that we want to our business. You do not want to miss this. Welcome to the Influencer Podcast. Each week, Julie Solomon, a marketing strategist and New York Times bestselling publicist, takes you behind the scenes with successful influencers, bloggers, and industry elites in conversation to share how they engage, persuade, and grow their unique influence. Her mission is to share exclusive insider tips, wisdom, and action-based tools to help you strengthen, monetize, and build your own industry-leading influence. Hello, influencers, and welcome to today's episode. Today is so incredibly special for so many reasons, but specifically for two reasons. One, it is the Influencer Podcast 50th episode. That is right, my friends, the big 5-0. We have laughed, we have cried, we have learned, and we have empowered ourselves through 50 episodes over the last 10 months. I am incredibly humbled and just freaking honored to have led each of you through the past 50 episodes with so many amazing guests, and I can't wait to share with you what is in store for the next 50 episodes. Not only is it the 50th episode of the Influencer Podcast today, but I have perhaps one of the most awesome, motivational people I have ever met in my entire life here as our guest today. What is also truly amazing is that I get to call this person a very close confidant and dear friend. Sterling Griffin has a unique story that I cannot wait to dive into today, but as a little sneak peek, 
basically, he went from homeless and couch to couch to a seven-figure income as a successful fitness and health and business coach in just two years. Not only did his health and fitness business take off, but he went on to form the Wealthy Coach Academy, a seven-step process to help online fitness and health coaches master lead generation, sales, and impact their clients' lives. Working alongside powerhouses like Lewis Howes and Amanda Bucci, Sterling built his successful company while living the life that he wanted. That meant while traveling the world and working only off of an iPhone and iPad, there was no office included. His passion of supporting building coaches' businesses has left him with a large following, a life-changing career, amazing reviews, and tremendous respect in the influencer and coaching space. So if you are someone who doesn't feel like you fit into the corporate box, or you perhaps are looking to grow your reach in any kind of space, or perhaps you are just someone who today feels marred by fear, not feeling enough, or just flat out lost on all hope and inspiration and what you are doing in your life at this moment, then my friends, you are going to love hearing this conversation today with a unique story, vision on life and business, and a heart of gold. I'm excited to introduce you to my friend, Mr. Sterling Griffin. Hello, Sterling. Julie. So. Can you just so, give me a second? So, so I'm writing a note down you. right now that says I need to get my assistant to extract that audio right there and just like play <laughs> that anytime I meet someone new. It's like, hey, here's Sterling. This shows me my best possible. Okay, good. I got the note. I, yeah. Well, I mean, all of that is the truth and I love to celebrate people in my intros and you are no different. Thank you my very friend. much. Happy to be here, Julie. Yes. I am so happy to have you. I'm so even happier to let my audience get to know you, for you to come into their lives and you impact and change their lives just as you have done for myself and so many others that I know. Um, I am ready to just dive in. So let's just start on the journey of Sterling Griffin. Tell us kind of how your quote unquote influence came about. It's so funny to think about this from from the point of it's already happened now because I never thought this would be me. I never thought that I would be the person that could help others be successful in anything. I mean, I can even, let me just take you back a couple years ago from this moment. Um, we're recording this at the beginning of 2018. I remember new year's Eve in 2015. I remember sitting in my car. I just started my coaching business as a fitness coach. And the only reason I did it is because I saw a friend of mine who was a fitness coach who was making a full-time living. And I thought, I got to figure something else out because what I'm doing right now is a job is not working. I'm homeless. I remember sitting in that car, the feel of that worn down steering wheel, silently crying, tears running down my face, feeling so deeply ashamed of myself. And the reason why is because I was driving to church I was driving to church that night, not because I was particularly religious at the time, but because I knew that I could meet friends there where if I told them that I had nowhere to stay that night, that they might have pity on me. They might offer me their couch or their floor to stay on. That morning I'd woken up and I'd overstayed my welcome at another person's house and said, Hey, you know, love to take care of you, but I can't anymore. The only reason I was in this position 
is because I kept trying to do something that wasn't working. I had been running a door-to-door sales business. And by that, I mean, I was the only person in the business. And on top of that, I was a door-to-door salesperson that wasn't particularly good at selling, which is a bad combination. If you're paid to do something that you're not good at, you probably need to find a different career. But at this moment in time, I remember thinking to myself, why is nothing I'm doing working? I have this passion. I have this dream of helping other people transform their bodies like someone else had transformed, helped me transform mine. So why does it seem like no matter what I try, nothing works? I stayed in that place making around $1,000 a month as a fitness coach two years ago. For another three months, I stayed homeless after deciding I was going to be a coach with no following, with no website, and with no experience in online business, anything. I remember in January, two years ago, I tried hosting a webinar and I had six people show up and none of them bought. (laughs) I don't know if you ever had experience like that, but that's pretty bad. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yep. No feeling. And so it's like, I want to start with saying like, Anyone that's like, how did you grow this thing? I know what it's like to start from absolutely zero. Just to even to struggle with even believing that it's possible. But that's why, like after making about a thousand dollars a month, getting roughly one client a month, I offered programs where it was a thousand dollars to work with me for eight weeks. Um, I I remember thinking to myself, I can keep struggling doing something that's just not gonna work. I can keep trying to trade time for money to watch YouTube videos or to look at other people's profiles that are doing well and see if I can mimic the way they create their content or get on their email list and see if I can mimic the way that they do their emails or whatever and maybe get on a sales call and pretend like I'm going to buy so I can learn their sales process. Like I remember doing all of those things, but still none of it working. And that's when I realized in conversation with a friend of mine who in going from couch to couch she was a fellow coach. She's like, oh, have you thought about getting a mentor? I remember the question striking me like, no, like I don't have money for a mentor. <laughs> I have barely enough money to, to eat a couple meals a week. But at that time, my general meal of choice was a rotisserie chicken, a bag of white rice, and some, some frozen vegetables. And that would be, I would eat that. I would spread that out over six days, I remember. And I thought to myself, I don't have money for a mentor. And she thought, well, if you find the money, this is the kind of mentor that could show you how to make money so you don't have this problem anymore. And that struck me. I thought, what the heck? First of all, I experienced it as pushy. Like, I don't need my own mentor. I'm going to figure this out myself. But then I realized that mentality is exactly what got me stuck. So I remember reaching out to that mentor, I'd send him a Facebook message like, Hey, can we talk? Can I learn more about your thing? We got on the phone. I didn't have, literally I had no money. I remember I had exactly $63 in my bank account. And the first payment was $2,500 to work with this mentor. And I said, can you just give me 15 minutes? I need to talk to somebody, see if I can come up with a deposit for you. He's like, okay, it's $300. So you come up with $300 in the next half hour and we'll do it. I called my dad. And again, I'm again, crying like through tears, asking my dad, dad, I hate to do this. I'm so embarrassed, but I have no money left on credit cards. I have nothing in my bank account. Will you loan me some money so that I can start with this mentor? 
And he took a deep breath. <sighs> All right, son, I'll lend you the money. He sent me over $300 via the cash app. Thank God for technology. And I immediately <laughs> called the mentor back, sent the money in. Over the next week, I made enough money to where I could make the full first payment of $2,500 from my previous door-to-door sales job because a, a, a sale, sometimes in that business, you get paid like six months after a job is finished. So I got paid my last payment and I took all that money, invested in the mentor and one month worth, one month worth of rent, two weeks worth of gas. Remember exactly how much. Mm-hmm. That next month with the help of this mentor, and with just like a, literally, I had no way out. I had no other alternative. I, I was committed to not being an Uber driver. I was like, I'm not going to be an Uber driver. Nothing wrong with that. But it's like, I just don't want to do this. I know that this is my dream. I desire to bring transformation to others. Like I had been transformed a couple years earlier in my own body. So I've got to make this work. And that next month, I made $4,000 in my online coaching business. Again, with a small following, just posting on Facebook, just getting onto phone sales calls, following that process. And so that month, I was so proud. I was so happy. It was enough to pay for the next month's worth of rent. Hallelujah. It was enough to eat meals consistently, put gas in my car. But it wasn't enough to make the second payment to that mentor. I remember Mm -hmm. that moment when I talked to him on the phone that morning and he said, you either pay or you're out of the program. Sorry, my hands are tied. And I thought, okay, I got to figure this out. What am I going to do? What are my options? Again, no room on credit cards, no money in my bank account, no interested clients that day who would get on a sales call with me so that I could make it and pay him. I walked out to my, I walked out of my room onto the balcony of where I was staying. I had a room in a house and I looked out at the water because it was near the, nearby the beach. We could see it from there in San Diego. I remember thinking to myself, what are my options right now? I've got two. I can either quit this mentor and continue going back to what I was doing before, which is trying to figure it out myself. But then my eyes fell from the water down to my car. Now, Julie, what, if you could put it into a word, what does a car represent? I would say accessibility. Accessibility. Another Um, one word that comes up, came up for me in that moment was freedom. Car for me was Mm, freedom, but it was also security because that was what I slept in. Mm. Not long before this moment where I was looking at it, it was my freedom and my security. But then I thought to myself, is this car really freedom? Actually, it's not. It's the illusion of freedom because this car isn't generating me money. It's taking money from me. But then I realized the only real freedom that I'll ever have, I said this to myself, Sterling, the only real freedom you'll ever have is if you can learn to create income on demand for yourself by helping others. It's the only way. Yeah. That moment I decided I'm selling this car. I'm selling what has been my freedom and my security so that I can continue working with this coach. It was about 2 p.m. where I looked out of my car. By 9 p.m. I'd had cash in my hand from a Craigslist ad I put out earlier that day. And the promptly the next day I deposited it in my bank account and wired it over to the mentor. 
Can you imagine how on fire I was to make this work now? Oh my gosh. It's like, I really, I had lost what would be my home if I didn't make it work. Now, when I was doing door to door sales, I could at least live out of that. Didn't have that option anymore. If I couldn't pay rent, they would kick me out of the place I was in. That next month I made over $12,000 as an online health and fitness coach. And since then, over the next four months, I made between sixteen dollars to $19,000 because, again, not only did I have the benefit, the extraordinary benefit of a mentor who gave me years of experience within a month that I could access, but also I had this incredible commitment to myself, which I proved by investing within my dream, within my mission. And it was, it was not about making money. Money was just the byproduct of my desire to serve. But that's what it came down to is over those next five months, I made six figures in income. Now, the reason why I transitioned to doing something different was because I had so many people reaching out to me. They saw the, my clients' transformations on my page. They saw how well I was doing after many of them knowing me when I was homeless. And so I remember getting all these messages in my Facebook messenger like, hey, what are you doing to get clients? What are you doing to sell these high ticket clients? Or how are you moving from one-to-one to serving groups of clients? And at first, I ignored these messages because I was like, you can figure it out your own damn self, okay? I worked real hard. I spent a lot of money to figure this out. You figure, and I was coming from this scarcity mindset that if other people win, then mm-hmm. that takes away from my being able to win. But then I thought, why did I even get into this game? A couple of years previous to that, I felt like my whole life had fallen apart because not only was I broke at that time too, but I was also super out of shape. I was insecure with the way my body looked. And that's when I'd hired a coach to help me transform my body. After my first 30 days of working with this coach, I gained 15 pounds of muscle. And then over the next six months, I lost body fat and created essentially the body of my dreams that I'd seen only on Instagram models and stuff that I admired. And more importantly than the body itself, what I felt that I now had was confidence. I felt like I had my life back, that I was in control after that moment. The reason why I became a coach is because I wanted that gift for as many people as possible, as many people that wanted it for themselves. So I asked myself, what accomplishes that goal of serving the world to get fit faster than anything else? Is it me training clients? Or could it be that if I serve coaches, if I served influencers to give their gifts to the world, it could actually have a quantum effect, a multiplied effect. So I realized for me, what was going to be my answer to making the world a better place was creating something that could serve coaches, consultants, influencers to grow their businesses. That's what gave birth to the Wealthy Coach Academy. And over the next six months, I created this process, which turns coaches of all kinds into six-figure business owners within 90 days. My mission was I don't just want people to go full-time, although that's the first big goal is people can go full-time in their passion-based business. But I also wanted them to be able to do this at scale. And the way that they're able to do it at scale is if they become very profitable. You see, money, I realized, is not about money itself. Money is your ability to create impact in your own life and in the lives of others too. So I was motivated to get people as successful as I could as fast as possible. So that's how I got here. Oh, I'm just like taking all that in because there is so 
many amazing, amazing nuggets, especially for my listeners, because you touched on so many points and challenges and crossroads and moments that I know that they have either gone through or they're going through again, or they're approaching mm. for the first time. Um, Cause I get those messages too, you know, of people struggling, the pain points, um, you know, how can they overcome? And I want to specifically touch on, because your story is so impactful and your transformation is so attracting, you know, it's, it's, it's truly amazing and it's motivating and it's inspiring, but what I want to dive deeper into and what you're so good with diving deep into is kind of the process through that. And one thing that you said to me earlier was that Mm. scarcity mindset. And that's something that I would love to chat about with you because I know that that is something that my listeners kind of fall into, I would say even subliminally or unconsciously, or sometimes, uh, you know, unfortunately, maybe naturally, because that is the cycle of comparison and cycle of grief that they've gotten themselves in and really kind of stems from that fear. I would love if you could kind of walk us through how to overcome that scarcity mindset and really try to challenge us to dig deeper into where that may be stemming Mm. from to begin with. The scarcity mindset is unfortunately one of the biggest killers of, of people's success and happiness. And the source of it, if you think about it, is if, if others win, then I lose. It's where people start to think that life is like sports, that there's a clear winner and there's a clear loser. But the good news is in business especially, life is not like sports. There is no win lose mentality. If you adopt a win-lose thinking, whether that's in the way that you coach your clients, whether in the way that you support your friends, then the end result is that you become the loser. If not in the short term, then in the long term. Abundance is the opposite of scarcity. Abundance means if others win, then I win. It, it, It sees life as connected. This is why in our academy, in in my online school, I tell my clients post your wins, like tell with us how much money you're making, tell with us the, your clients transformations. And literally like it's a part of our culture. Now <clears throat> we, the, the, the slogan for this that we say is it's safe for you to shine. And when one of us wins, mm. we all win. So that's why if any, any given day in the Academy, you'll see people posting, Oh, I got another $1,500 client today, or, Oh, I made six figures this month. And I couldn't, I got to six figure earning, which is $8,300. Uh, a month. And it's like, everyone jumps on and says, congratulations. So amazing. So happy for you. You're going to transform their life or I'm so excited for your success. And there's so few places in our life, unfortunately, particularly those that are not entrepreneurs that don't have a vision of making a bigger difference in the world. Most people don't understand. And they think that, oh man, if this other person besides me is winning, then that's something that somehow means that I'm worse off or I'm less than. And so I'm going to try and bring them down. That's why it's so important Mm -hmm. for us to be in communities and to create communities as much as possible where we celebrate the wins of others. Because what we celebrate, what we appreciate, this is something to write down, what we appreciate, appreciates. What we focus Mm -hmm. on increases. If we are always thinking about the way in which we lack or we are less than or we're missing out, then what we'll experience is constant loss, anxiety, fear. 
The good news is we don't have to feel those feelings. All we have to do is change our focus and our feelings change with it. And I want to talk about those changes because I know that you, again, are so amazing at this, um, just from the conversations that we've had and, and th- so much that I've learned from you. But I want to talk about the changes in belief systems with you. And with that comes that word, that idea, that mm-hmm. verb action. Um, you had shared with me, you know, the kind of like a flow in, um, and I may not get it completely right. So correct me if I don't, but, but basically, you know, what you, what you think is really what you believe. Right. And then that turns into what you think about and to yourself. And then that in turn turns into how you act and your actions that you take. Dive into that with us a little bit more and how we can start to hopefully retrain our brains to believe differently so we can think differently so we take action differently. Yeah, so <clears throat> I'll illustrate this through a conversation that I had with a, with a previous client. So when I, I started working with Amanda Bucci is one, of my, is one of my former clients. We've completed our work together and now her business is thriving. She's a, she's a fitness influencer. And when she first decided that she wanted to, to work with me, um, it was funny because we were riding back in her car from – Traffic and Conversion Summit a year ago. It's this big internet marketing conference in San Diego that happens each year. Mm-hmm. We were writing back and I was just sharing with her a story. I was sharing that here's how I built my business without a following. And she's, she at that time was thinking, well, how do you have a full-time business if you don't have a large following? Because she did. It's like, how do you actually make money? So I told her about high ticket coaching. I told her that with this method, I only need to have a few clients each month and yet I'm able to not only have a full-time income, but I'm able to have highly invested clients, people that when they invest more money up front, what happens for them is they get really committed. I told her that there's this principle that we teach in our community is the more a client pays, the more they pay attention. And so it's actually in service to a client Mm -hmm. to call them to charge more because when they do that, they become all in on their dream. That was my personal experience in investing with a mentor, as I've shared but it's also been the experience of client after client after client. They invest and because they're investing, they get really friggin' on fire to make it happen. So when she heard me say this, she's like, could you show me how to do this for myself and for my clients? I want to have a small community of people that maybe they won't buy the $47 ebook or that's not the right fit for them, but they want to go deep with me, work with me. And so what we did is we put together an online school for her. And we, we put together the launch process. She filmed the videos. I helped her script out the videos and all this stuff. And the day before we were going to open up applications for her program, I remember seeing her at the gym, Gold's Gym, we both work out at here in Los Angeles. And I walked up to her right in between her sets. And I said, I want to share with you something. There's a reason why and her income had remained consistent for, I want to say the previous four or five months. And everybody knows this experience. There's a time in your business where you'll start to plateau. You'll, you'll start to grow, 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 and then you'll plateau. And oftentimes you'll feel like you're expending the same amount of effort in your business as when you were growing. And so there's always this question, well, why am I stuck? Why do I feel like I keep hitting the same number? And that could be a function of any number of things, but oftentimes it's a function of what's called self-sabotage. Self-sabotage is where your subconscious mind is no longer okay with you exceeding, succeeding at a greater level than maybe your parents ever did, 
your friends currently do or that you even believe you're worthy of. So I had this conversation with Amanda and I said, Amanda, I want you to understand something. There's a very good chance that you're going to make five times the monthly income that you've ever made in your life. And it's going to happen within 30 days. This is a very likely scenario. The only thing that can screw this up at this point, because we've got the blueprint here, like I've seen this happen with client after client, is if you are not really willing to receive this money and this level of contribution to the world through your clients. That's the only thing. And so I asked her this question. I said, are you ready to receive this money? And she looked at me almost like confused by the question. Yeah, of course, was her response. And I said, just as I do when I realize that a client is not really hearing the gravity of the question, I say, wait a second, hold on. I want you to take this question seriously because that's the way it's intended. Right now, you are going to enter into a level of abundance that you've never seen. Are you really willing? Are you really going to accept all this money that's going to flow to you? She took a second. She breathed into it. She took a deep breath. (sighs) She thought about it. And she looked at me dead in the eye with her full presence. And she said, I am Sterling. And in that moment, I knew that it was no longer a decision she made intellectually, but it was a belief that she took hold of inwardly. And in that moment, not only did she, was she willing to receive the money, but she believed she was worthy of it. The only reason why she wouldn't have received it is because she didn't believe she was worthy of it. This is also something to write down for the listener that wants to break through self-sabotage in a simple way, is... What's blocking me from succeeding is my difficulty with receiving. Mm. I'll say that again because it's freaking good. Okay. It is (laughs) good. What's blocking me from succeeding is my difficulty with receiving. So as soon as, as soon as Amanda took on that belief system, she believed that she was worthy of that success. The results took care of themselves within the next 30 days. She did five extra income. She did start enjoying a level of abundance that she'd never seen before. And maybe more importantly than anything, over the next few months, as her clients' lives completely transformed, as she helped them build brands and so on and do other things with them, she started to get the messages. These are, these are the reward of being a coach. I think about where mm. people send you messages and they say, thank you so much. Changed my life. Thank you for doing this program. Thank you for putting yourself out there. Thank you for letting me be a part of your movement. My life will never be the same again. So when it comes to person trying to transform their own belief system, you need to understand that your results in your life right now are not determined exclusively by your actions alone. Most people think, well, if I want to change my body or if I want to grow my business, I just need a different game plan. That's all that's in the way. I need a game plan. And while a game plan is important because you do need to do something different, the starting place is not the actions and it's not the thoughts which are what determine actions or the feelings which determine our thoughts. It's the beliefs. It's what we unconsciously or subconsciously rather believe that we're worthy of. 
believe about success. There, there was a part of me when I was just start getting started that I broke through right as I was starting to succeed in business, which was I'm afraid to make more money than my father ever did. Because if I do that, then maybe he won't love me anymore. I had this deep, deep fear that I would separate myself from my family and those that I love by succeeding at a higher level. Thankfully, I had a conversation with my dad. And I said, dad, this year I may make more money than anyone else in our family has made before. Will you still love me? And I was super open with him. I just completely opened. And I don't think I've ever shared this on a podcast before that I had this conversation with my dad. But instantly, without hesitation, he said, son, I want you to be as successful as you dream of and more. Your success is my reward. And I realized that for my dad and for those close to me that loved me no matter what I did in my life, they were happy simply seeing me happy, seeing me fulfilled. Mm -hmm. And that is part, Mm -hmm. that change in my belief system, which subconsciously I can't succeed. My dad will separate. Now my new belief became I can succeed. It's safe for me to shine. And so the person out there that wants to change their belief systems, first of all, recognize the results in your life right now, because that is the best predictor of what your beliefs are. If you're thinking to yourself, why can't I break past $1,000 a month or $500 a month in my online business? Or why can't I break past 100,000 followers or whatever it may be for you? Ask yourself, do I truly feel worthy of that greater level of success? And do I believe that there's more good coming to me in that next stage than bad? When I love the, the story that you shared about your dad, because that's actually Maya Angelou and Oprah talk about that a lot, how it's really honoring those that came before us when we evolve. And, and it's kind of like they've, they, they call it like they've paid for your crown. They've, 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 they've bought and, and paid for you to kind of step into your, to your brilliance and to take that next step that, that evolves from them. And so it really is an honor to, to your family and to your dad, um, to succeed far greater than he could have ever done for himself or imagined, um, which is truly amazing. And, and I, I loved, you know, what you hit home with, with talking about, you know, the self-worth and the self-value, because I think that so many of those who listen to this podcast are, may not have clients, but they are in fact the client. And I think that it's just important for them to know that when they go to a brand to try to get a brand deal and they start negotiating a rate, it's really about knowing their value in that moment. What am I worth? What is, what is my service worth? How do I see myself in this role? How, how am I going to show myself and to show those around me in my service that, that I believe at the core that I am worthy of this opportunity and that my, that number, that monetized number is going to be, that's your receipt to say, yes, you are worthy. Yes. And, th- and that is your payment for that. And so I think that it's, it's such a beautiful reminder to those listening that when you get the opportunity, the more that you just take the first offer that comes or the first rate that comes or the gifted product instead of trying to negotiate some kind of monetized deal, the more that you accept those to be true and to be okay in your life, the more that they're going to be okay and true in your life. And you said one thing to me, Sterling, one time that just like when you said it, 
it kind of like floored me because I was like, oh crap, he's so right. <laughs> was you said to me, the income you are receiving is a direct reflection of the value that you are giving to the world. And I remembered in that moment being like, oh crap, because I thought that I was giving so much value and I wasn't being rewarded for it, right? But really, the value is only going to be reflective of what I see myself as the value. How valuable do I believe yes. myself to be? And so when you said that to me and I was thinking like, wow, so if, if, that, is, if that is to be true, that the, in, the income that you are receiving is a direct reflection of the value that you are giving to the world, then the way that I'm only going to, be, to give more value to the world and more service to the world is to believe that I am worthy enough to receive the income that I truly mm. desire to receive. Because yes. it's, it's, it's one and the same. Yes. And there's two elements to this. And I remember an exercise that, that I started doing when I was still homeless, actually. It's funny. I lived out of my car and I had this little journal that I would write in every single morning. I learned this from from another, another person in my life who had become very successful, who was making over $100,000 a month passively. And I will say mm. that one of the most important things I ever did when I was still homeless to change my financial situation was to change my relational situation because who I was around was part of what led me to end up being broke. But if I was around a different type or a different community of people, I could see that my results inevitably would change too, because a person's, this is something I write down, a person's community determines their destiny. Who they are around mm. is who they become. He showed me this exercise where he gave me a journal and he said, every morning, I want you to write down everything that you want to see happen in the future as if it's already true. And don't just write it as if it's already true. Express gratitude as you write it. Express mm -hmm. gratitude, literally in the words and in the feeling of the emotion. And so as this man gave me this exercise to do, I thought I'm going to do this every day. And it wasn't it wasn't long before I figured out what my financial goal was going to be. And it seemed outlandish. It was a crazy number to write down. No one in my family had ever experienced anything close to this. But I started writing down, I easily receive $100,000 a month into my personal bank account. I easily, I'm so happy and blessed. I easily receive over $100,000 a month into my personal bank account. Now, this was coming from making $500 to $1,000 a month eating at Taco Bell as a treat to myself, okay? And then I just believe, though, that somehow, some way, it's going to happen, and I'm so grateful I receive it in this moment. Within 18 months, that dream became reality. I gave this exercise to a client at one of my live events, and she was in the academy for about a month. She was just barely starting an online business, but still in her first month, made, made 5000 Made five thousand dollars, which is extraordinary. Again, very. She has like a thousand Instagram followers, and you know, like eight hundred or a thousand Facebook friends. That was her audience, no website or anything. And so, five thousand dollars was a big feat. But she still, for herself, she knew that five thousand dollars is great, but there's still limited impact there. She knew that as her income grows, so does at the exact 
same time, her level of impact in people's lives. So you started doing this exercise after the live event and combined with other things, of course, that we taught there. Within the next two months, she started making $20,000 a month just by this simple mindset routine. Again, it had to do with her own level of belief in both her worthiness to receive it and the ease with which her goal could come. That's how her mindset changed. This simple exercise I'd give to anyone out there that feels like they struggle with receiving their greatest goal, whether it's an influencer that wants to get a better brand deal or it's an influencer that is asking, could I actually offer a service of my own? Could I actually help the people that follow me with my expertise directly instead of going through a brand? A lot of influencers, I think, stick with just doing brand deals, which I think brand deals are awesome, but they stick with just doing that because they ask themselves, could I actually impact my people on a deeper level? Or the only model they've seen Mm -hmm. is one-to-one coaching and they don't want to exchange time for money, which I totally understand. Mm -hmm. But, which is not the only model, thankfully. But once they start to... Mm -mm embody into this that I actually want to not just have greater financial levels. I want to get paid more for brand deals, which where it's good for me to receive more from brands, but then also it's good for me to dive a little bit deeper with my clients to offer them value. That's related to my expertise in a coaching program in a, whatever, a course when they can start to work into this exercise and change their subconscious mind, they'll find that not only does their bank account change, but the messages, the volume of messages, the volume of lives change, which will start to flood their inbox is inevitable. Well, and the amount of yes. freedom that it creates, Yes. you know, and, and I would love for you, if you can share um, what your interpretation, what your guidance is to that path of freedom. You've, you've already kind of laid out the grand, the, the, mm-hmm. the groundwork to that. But then, you know, once we're kind of there now, how, how do we open that door to more freedom? And then I want to talk about what that freedom can be. So to. you mean specifically like financial freedom within this context, right? Yeah, I think financial freedom. And then because it's all connected yes. to me, you know, the body, mind and spirit, the freedom's all connected. But yeah, let's do the, the what the financial freedom can pose for you. mind, Like body, what it spirit. can create for you. Yeah, yeah. Because once once they start really putting some of this into action, you know, and really starting to believe this to be true for themselves. What's yes. on the other side of that? So you know, what does I, that look again, like? I, I love illustrating through stories because that's the way my brain works. I think in stories. So I'll give you the example mm-hmm. of Kayla. Kayla was a client that um, when she first decided to apply to join the Wealthy Coach Academy, she, she was a blogger. She was a, a health blogger. A lifestyle, health and lifestyle was like her focus. She wanted to help people transform their bodies. For six years, she was struggling to make any money at all from it. She had people reading her blogs, some, not a lot, but some reading her blogs. But yet she struggled to ever make more than $1,500 a month. You can imagine, she was a a wife and a mother to a young daughter. And her husband was working these super long hours. They lived in the suburb of Chicago to try and take care of their family as a a police officer. It wasn't paying well for him at the time. She was like really pressing to make this, this health and fitness coaching business work so that she could take off some of the stress from him 
and then also be able to provide at a higher level for her little girl. But yet she never was able to make more than $1,500. Like that was the max that she made. And so, as you can imagine, like when someone is in a place where they're not able to fully provide for themselves the way they want to, or their family, they're not able to give their greatest gifts away because they're focused on themselves rather than focused on being of service. That's why you see extraordinarily wealthy people. They have all of their needs met for as long as they could ever imagine and you know, for 10 generations away. But then their mind shifts and they think, how can I leave the greatest possible impact? How can I give as much as is possible with the wealth that I have and the time that I have left? You see, once you start to take care of yourself and create freedom for yourself, what I call becoming wealthy. Wealthy is not billions of dollars. Wealthy is simply freedom of choice with how you live your life. Once you get to that state, then you can begin to think about legacy. And legacy is what difference will I leave on the world, both during my life and after I'm gone? What difference do I ultimately want to make? So when she was in this place, she like through tears applied for the academy. And I remember she was telling me, she was in her car talking with one of my coaches about joining uh, on her application call, on her interview call. And through tears, she had this moment where she thought, this is the last thing that I'm going to try before I give up. This is the last thing because I just cannot keep doing something, bang my head against a proverbial wall, trying to create freedom for myself on something which is just keeping me stuck. And so within that next month, however, she started to um, apply what we teach in the academy. And again, without a big audience, and she just built a website, which wasn't doing anything for her at the time, which is often the case that we, it's often what we see. She made over $12,000 in just her first month, which was more than 10 times, or excuse me, it was more than five times what she'd ever made in any month of her coaching for the last six years she did in 30 days. And so wow. what happened for her as a result of that experience is of course she's now able to like get the organic food that she wants for her family or pay the cleaning lady so that she doesn't have to spend all of her time doing household chores the way that she used to or or prepare the food for everyone you know like for the main meals but now she has this time to like express herself creatively in new and better ways she can create more different ebooks for her clients she can like do more things with her daughter that are just fun that where she's not having to think about work like the whole time while she's with her daughter at the park, she's not thinking about, oh, I need to make another blog post or I need to make sure that I do this, this, and this so that I have enough money at the end of the month. Like she has true freedom because she now has true choice with how she spends her time. And so from that place, mm. she's able to actually, actually create better content, make more money over time and create a much deeper and wider impact in the world because she can live from a state of contribution and abundance rather than scarcity. Mm. It's so true. And it, it just, it, I keep that word true and real just keeps kind of coming up for me because it, it goes back to just that, the start mm -hmm. of that belief um, and where that can lead to. And you kind of mentioned this before, and I want to dive into this um, because, you know, another thing that you had, you had asked me one time, you said, you know, what would help you save time if you mm -hmm. didn't have to do it? And, you know, we, we kind of went into, you know, what those things would be um, and what we kind of got down to the, the premise of where that kind of question came or, you know, what I remember taking away from it was like, why do I keep trading my time, which I can mm -hmm. never get back 
for money, which I could essentially always make and get back if I lose it. And I think that this is, this concept is a huge, huge one for my listeners because I see so many of them and, you know, whether it's, it's my podcast listeners, you know, my students, um, you people that just follow me on social media, a lot of what they're saying, you know, when you, when you kind of get past what they're saying to get to what they're really saying, you know, I, I see that they're spending, you know, so much of their time because they're afraid to really mm-hmm. invest mm-hmm. in themselves. Um, so I would love if you could talk about, um, you know, that, that idea of, of, you know, why we need to stop trading time for money and, and, you know, what this could, could lead to and what this really yeah. looks like. So to anyone listening right there, I, I know that when I hear this conversation come up, my, my actual first instinctive reaction is a little bit of defensiveness because when someone tells me that I need to invest in myself or I need to spend money on this or that, I'm, my, my walls of like trying to protect myself instantly come up and I'm like, you can't tell me what to do. You don't know me. Like you don't know my life or how capable I am. And I can spend money on whatever I please. And to the person that may also, if there's anyone else out there that may feel that coming up, like the first thing I want to say is you don't need to invest in yourself. You don't need a mentor. You truly don't. I really believe that. No one does. I don't believe that anyone needs a mentor. However, you have two options. You can choose a mentor or you can choose to figure something out yourself. There are no other alternatives. You either do it with the help of somebody that's done it before, or you choose to figure it out on your own. And in each of those cases, you will trade one of two resources. You will either trade time, which is the case of you doing it yourself, or you will trade money, which is the case if you work with a mentor. And those are the two primary resources that we have as humans in life. We have time and we have money. The third, which is sort of along with time, is our energy, what we devote our focus to during our time. But what I want to focus on here is time or money. Time, you can never receive again. I remember thinking this when I was struggling on whether or not I was going to hire a mentor. I thought, I'll just take another six months, watch some more YouTube videos, hang out with enough other coaches that are doing it, and maybe I'll figure it out. Or I will figure it out, just eventually give me enough time. But then I realized, what if instead I just borrowed the money? And I'm not saying that anyone needs to borrow the money like I did. That was my choice to do that. No one needs to sell their car like I did. That was my choice. But that was because I was all in on the strategy of I'll give up money now and I can easily make more money back later. And additionally, I can make it back in exponential amounts because I'll be working with someone who has the information to help me scale, to help me grow. If they've already made the money, why not just take the blueprint? Why not just give up money, which is easily replaceable? Right. Money, and this is one thing to anyone that is ever in a scarcity mindset or like feels struggling to grow their wealth. This is important belief that supported me. Money is easy. Money is easy. Money is flowing everywhere all around me like water does from a waterfall. You think about... You think about money is like water in the way that I think about it. I'm sitting here with this big glass of water next to me and I, I drink tons of water all throughout the day. I'm one of those people that gets up to go to the bathroom multiple times during dinner when I'm with my friends because I drank like two gallons of water in that day. And I can pour the water of this glass out 
I can pour it on the plants here in my apartment. I can pour it in the plants outside, or I can drink it myself. The good thing about it is that I have a faucet right by my sink with filtered water that I can pour out of it to fill it back up anytime I choose. You see, before I'd gotten the help of a mentor, I was living in a house that didn't have a faucet, essentially, because I had no way to know how to refill the water in my glasses for my plants. I was living in a house where I would have to struggle, walk 10 miles or whatever as part of this analogy to fill up water for a jug for a, uh, for a container here in my house so that I could drink. But once I hired a mentor, it was like installing a faucet in my house to where now I can fill up the water anytime I want. Now, when it comes to money, I can make money anytime I want. I have financial freedom. Even if someone took all the money out of my bank account, and this is the, this is the purpose of the Academy for my clients as well. You can take all the money out of my bank account, take everything I own, and I still have financial freedom because I know how money works. I know that it flows to me when I add value to others in a specific way. And so I can repeat that process over and over and over again. Yes, it is abundant. Mm -hmm. And it's your friend. I mean, that was a big thing that I had to kind of overcome. And maybe it was just from you know, growing up in, in the family that I did and how it, we were always in that scarcity mindset because we didn't have a lot of money and we did li- live paycheck to paycheck. And, you know, I never learned about money because there was no money around mm-hmm. to learn about um, when I was, you know, a, a, a little girl. And so I think that that is something that we all have to kind of navigate for ourselves to get to that idea that money is, is our friend. It's not here to rob us blind and steal from us. It's here to really add abundance in our lives. And, you know, what you were talking about with, you know, you have two choices. You can either figure it out yourself or you can hire an expert, essentially, you know, someone to really kind of guide you through it. And, I've always kind of been the person who has mind and grind it and figured it out myself. And even though I wouldn't trade anything with how my path is gone, it always is kind of, you know, if I were to say a regret at the time when I was doing that, I, I would always, I'll always look back and be like, why yes. did I make it so yes. much harder on myself yes. than it needed to be? You know, and, and not that I, I want to say that it was a regret, but kind of in a way, like if I could do that all over again, just to kind of help ease that learning curve a little bit, like, just like, like help yourself. You know, it's, it kind of goes back to that. It, there's a Italian proverb where a man gets on his knees and he prays to God every night, God, please help me win the lottery. Please help me win the lottery. I want to win the lottery. God, please help me win the lottery. And finally, after months and months of getting down on his, on his knees and praying to God to win the lottery, finally God answered him and, and God said to him in that moment, get up and go buy a ticket. <laughs> You know, and I just, I love that proverb so much because it's like, you know, you gotta, you gotta help yourself. You know what I mean? Like if you want to win the lottery, well, you gotta buy a lottery ticket first, right? So I just, you know, I, I look back on, on that and, and I loved when you shared that with me because it really hit home to me and, you know, my, my listeners and I were kind of one and the same people. I, I may be a few steps ahead of them, but I see so much of myself in them and vice versa. So I know that they'll probably feel connected to that too. But the second that I stopped trading my time 
just to try to save a buck or two is, is when I really started to see a difference in the growth of, of, of my business. And, and I, you know, I, I love that, that your revelations to that were attributed to that. And there's something else, of course, that there's a lot of things that you have told me that have completely changed the way that I look and run my business. One of the other things, um, and, you know, I've obviously shared some things with you that I felt were kind of holding me back from achieving, from achieving goals. And, you know, after I was kind of mentioning those things to you, you looked me dead in the eye and you told me, well, you know what you need to do to like, to like get over that hump and, and start achieving those goals. And I was like, what? And you were like, you have to fry, ry, ry, riot. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> And you were like, you you have to fry rye, rye, riot. And, and I'm sitting here thinking like, is he speaking? Like, what? What? So I would love if you would share with my listeners today what that is and how that could essentially change everything for them in terms yes. of their business. So this concept of fry, rye, rye, rye goes back to the beginning of last year. I had just finished my first year in coaching. And I'd made more money than I dreamed was possible. I made over $280,000 in my first year. But I did that as any coach who's gotten to say the 20 to 40K per month earning level knows there, there is a time when you literally can't work any harder. Like you can't, there's no more hours left in the day for you to work. You're hustling nonstop, but yet you're not breaking through that plateau. You're not making any more. You're not serving any more numbers of people in terms of like exponentially scaling. You just can't work any harder. And I remember going into 2017 thinking to myself, what is going to enable me to serve more people? Because I just, I'm like at my wit's end. I'm not like, I don't not enjoy my work. I love my work, but I still want to serve more people. So I sat down with my coach that day. It was in January 4th of 2017. We were looking at a board and he said, what's your word for the year? And I took a second. I thought, what is the one thing that I most want this year? And as I wanted, I wanted to grow as a person, I wanted to grow our business and I wanted to grow in leadership towards others. Cause I knew that if I was going to grow our business and serve more people, I need to grow as a leader. So my word for the year became team team. And that was whereas the year before my year, my, uh, my word for the year was growth. I wanted to finally feel like I was in control of my life. I wanted to feel like I was growing personally this year became about attracting a high quality empowered team and becoming a CEO. So we started mapping out what that would look like to have a team. And he said to me, he said, if you want to have a team, the simplest way to know what they need to do is to ask yourself, what are you doing right now that you're either repeating or you're just not very good at? Okay. What are you wasting your time on doing things that are below your gifts or your talent? Or what are you doing things? How are you doing? Like, what are you doing? That's just repetitive or robotic work. There's three zones that three zones of types of work that any entrepreneur, any person can be in at any given time. They're what I call your three lists of freedom. It's created by Chris Ducker, who's an outsourcing expert. And the first list is what's called your zone of incompetence. These are things that you find yourself doing in your business that you don't like to do and you're not very good at. In my business, this would be me doing things like video editing. Or another thing might be like operations type of work. 
like assistant tasks or managing email or things like that. That's just stuff that I'm not good at and I'm not, it's not fun for me. I don't enjoy doing it. The second list is your zone of competence. These are things that you're actually pretty good at and you don't mind doing it, but you don't love it. You don't enjoy it truly. For me in my business, these would be things like doing interview calls with potential clients, doing a lot of one-on-one coaching sessions with our clients. These are things that I'm good at doing. I know how to do it. I've done it hundreds of times, but I don't love doing it. It's not my greatest form of creative expression at this stage in my business. Okay. There was for a long time, but now it's no longer that. And then there is the zone of genius. Your zone of genius is something that not only are you excellent at, that you have the potential with enough work and with enough focus to become world-class at, but it's also the area of your greatest joy. It's when you do this, you feel most alive, you feel most empowered, most fully yourself. And so for me, these are things like speaking, writing, teaching, coaching groups, leading our live events, recording on my own podcast, and so on. So I started to write out, what are the things that I'm doing right now that are either repetitive or I don't like to do? And then I came up with this phrase. Whenever I find myself repeating myself, I need to record myself or replace myself. Okay. And so I now turn that around because it's instead of it needs to be yourself because it's about you talking to yourself. So is when you find yourself repeating yourself, record yourself or replace yourself. So if you find yourself saying things to a client over and over and over again, to different clients over and over and over again, create a recording. Create an audio recording that explains that principle, that teaching point one time so that you no longer have to say it again and again. And plus, that recording is vastly more accessible than your personal time is. You'll actually find that people may get better results learning from your recording than from you needing to show up personally. Or for things that need to happen on an ongoing basis, you can replace yourself with someone that you can train. For me, my first hire was a salesperson, somebody that could come in and host our interview calls and see with the people that were applying because they were starting to pick up through time more and more and more. I couldn't do all of those calls myself. And plus, I needed somebody that could know exactly the type of person that we were accepting in the academy and turn away everybody else. So I needed somebody that I could trust that could come in and perform that whole process again and again. So I spent about a month with this person, just training them on my process, training them on what we're looking for, what we're not looking for, and so on. But I found that, and what I was afraid of before that is that they'll never be able to do it as good as me. This is what a lot of entrepreneurs go through. If I replace myself with somebody else, they'll never be able to do it as good as me. What I found was the opposite. That because this person ended up doing these calls all day long, every day, they got better at it than I did. Because beforehand, (laughs) that was one of 10 different things that I was running in my business. It was that, and then it was coaching the clients. It was creating the content. It was doing the lead generation. It was having the relationships with other people I could collaborate with, and on and on and on. But since he could focus on just one thing, he could become more skilled, more talented, and provide better service to our clients by just doing the one thing. So what entrepreneurs have believed, particularly those that don't have a team yet or are kind of scared of giving up, like paying their paying people to do work for them. It's again, the same thing that you face when it comes to hiring a mentor. 
You can either trade your time to get it done, or you can trade money. And the thing about money is that you can always get more. And if you spend, you can typically make more than what your time alone can give you. So I happily at this stage in my life and in my business, I trade money for more money rather than trading time for money. And that's what having a team, that's what having systems in your business allows you to do. So the important thing that I want to say here is for the person that's just starting their business or is not full-time yet, or is just getting going, don't feel the need to hire a full team right out of the gate. Start with the basics. But once you get to a level where you are full-time, where you are what I call wealthy of freedom of choice with your time, at that point, consider recording yourself, replacing yourself so that you can only exclusively operate in your gift. I love that. And I'm so glad that you dove into the, what I call the Zogs, the Zogs <laughs> and the Zoys, the zone of genius, the zone of competence and the zone of incompetence. Just writing those lists out have helped me tremendously. They've helped students of mine that I, you know, that I've talked through that tremendously. They've helped people in my mastermind tremendously. I mean, it really is to kind of see it on paper can really be transformative. So I encourage each of you that are listening, um, write out those, um, those zones for you. What is your zone of incompetence? What is your zone of competence? What is your zone of genius? If you have a hard time, um, kind of nailing those, feel free to ask peers or friends or family around you who may be able to kind of help you um, gather those if you can't think of all of them for yourself. But um, once you kind of do that, then you can figure out, well, how can I fi ry ry myself out of some of these redundancies so I can empower myself to that next level mm. of success, um, which is everything that Sterling stands for. He's done it himself. He's done it for just hundreds and hundreds, maybe thousands at this point of students. And he continues to do it every single day. Um, so I'm so excited for what is to come for you, Sterling, in 2018. I know that you have a podcast coming up. Please tell us more about The Wealthy this. Coach Podcast. This may be the thing I'm most excited about that I've ever launched in my business. And if this is for the coach, the consultant, the influencer that not only wants to get to that level of financial freedom, for their business, get the strategies on lead generation, on sales, closing more sales, but then also multiplying their transformation in the world, moving from one-to-one -one coaching, one-to-one -one consulting, all of that, to training groups, creating programs, and maybe their own school like we have. But then also this podcast will be teaching how to move beyond that to creating a legacy. You see, for me, like I am constantly thinking about 30 years from now, what is the difference that I want to have made? Do I, will I be proud of the times where I played small, where I took it slow, I went easy on it or whatever? Or will I be proud and grateful for having given myself, given as much of myself as possible to make the biggest possible difference in the world? And so the Wealthy Coach podcast is mostly me and the microphone. That's it. It's me just sharing stuff that I've shared with my students that I've seen our clients like again and again, go from zero to 20 K a month, zero to 50 K a month or zero just to 5 K a month. If that's all they wanted for themselves or whatever. So if you want to get those strategies, just go to iTunes, search wealthy coach podcast. You'll see it come up right there. And uh, yeah, I'll definitely make sure you subscribe. I mean, come on. If you want the value brought to you every single week, 
Yes, rate, review, and subscribe. And we will make sure to link that um, in um, in our show notes as well. Before we wrap this up, um, I want to ask you a question that I ask everyone that comes on the show. And that is, what does influence mean Influence to means helping one person at a time create the life that they want. I think that influence has a bad rap mm-hmm. in our generation, Julie. And I'm so glad that people like you are changing the definition in society at large by being about being of service. But influence, when I was growing up, the way that my parents talked about it, influence is manipulation. Influence is getting someone mm-hmm. to do something that they otherwise wouldn't want to do. But I now see influence differently. Influence is my greatest opportunity for service. The only way that I influence someone on anything is where I help them see what is it that you really want? What is the big challenge that's keeping you from having it? And then creating commitment for them towards their dream. Whether this is in conversations with my friends, helping them to go after their dream, whether it's with my clients and showing them a better way to run their business, to grow and scale and serve more people, or if it's just with myself, where I'm thinking about a personal goal that I have. And I need to ask myself, Sterling, what is it that I truly want, that you truly want? What's holding you back? And then what's the action plan for you to make that difference for yourself? Influence is the greatest gift that I give to myself and to others. Mm, I love that. Well, I want to also encourage those who are listening today, if you want Sterling's Wealthy Coach Blueprint, that you can grab that at wealthy.coach forward slash blueprint. And Sterling, I would love for you to tell us a little bit about what we are going to be able to find in that. Yes. Blueprint. So this blueprint is the distillation of everything that a person needs to know to grow a six figure business within a 12 page document. This is like, if you want to know what's the steps that takes a person from zero to $8,300 a month or Many people that are listening to this are already at that 20K and beyond number. They'll find something within this business model they can add to what they're currently doing to grow. Then this shows you the steps for how I generate leads, like leads that are not just going to pay me $47 for an ebook. But when I was a fitness coach, I used this process for $1,500 or $5,000 12 week fitness coaching clients. It's going to also show you the sales process so you can see how I run a sales process for my team or that I teach my clients. And then finally, it shows how do you create a transformative process on the back end so that someone can go through that process without you needing to exchange time to help them. And then by the end of them going through your process, they'll be sending you messages saying, thank you so much. You changed my life. So if someone wants to get access to that whole blueprint, just go to wealthy.coach slash blueprint. I'd be happy to send you that as my gift. And if you want to dive deeper in some of these amazing tips and just words of wisdom that Sterling shared with us today, head on over to the influencerpodcast.com forward slash 50, where I will be laying out some of the biggest takeaways that we covered today. And of course, make sure to sign up for the newsletter over there if you want to dive even more deeper into these conversations as I include in there some other tidbits and words of wisdom that you only get on the newsletter. So make sure to check it out there. Sterling, 
Darling, I love you so much. Thank you so much for coming on today. I am so excited that these listeners are, I know that they feel so rejuvenated and empowered right now. I can't wait for them to find you online, to start following you, to start soaking your amazing just service up. Um, and, and I'm so excited for things to come for you uh, this year. So please share your social handle so they can find you there. And we On Instagram at Sterling, just my first name. Awesome. Thank you, Sterling. Are you ready to create your own industry-leading influence? For show notes, downloads, and action-based tips, head to www.theinfluencerpodcast.com where you can find out more about this week's episode, guest, and our host, Julie Solomon. If you enjoyed this week's episode, please take a minute to go to iTunes and leave a review so we can help other influencers like yourself build their own successful business.